Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart-ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Abraham, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who was social distancing from douchebags way before it was a thing, Jay Kilmer. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like old ladies love some Bob Barker, <laughs> then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. And how are you, my dear? I have actually been pretty amazing. I moved into my new house. I unpacked all my boxes within a week. I just um, made my first homemade dinner tonight with my peanut, wow. and it was it was amazing. I did this um, awesome uh, chicken, like baked chicken with white wine, some vermouth, um, put some asparagus in it, and then topped it with some salt and pepper, obviously, um, and then did a little rub on it, or not rub, it's a little, like, I forgot what they call it. Rubbing like a tug? A little, oh, shut up, a little <laughs> mixture of like... Um, soy sauce and butter just to dabble it on the top a little and oh my goodness it was delicious that sounds yum the rub in the tug is for dessert not dinner oh of course of course <laughs> congrats on your new place thank you thank you how are you good sir i'm doing pretty good a little shocked actually at a little bit of information uh that we're gonna talk about in this episode oh really Do tell yeah did you know, Shay, that a study shows that sexual activity among young American men, so they're saying like millennials and the ones who are like on the older end of Generation Z are having a lot less sex, not just a lot less sex, but like it's dramatically declined in the amount of sex they're having in like the last 10 to 15 years. Shut the fuck up. I'm serious. It's a, it's a big study that was just done, uh, surveying like over 10,000, you know, people in their, in their twenties and, uh, early thirties, like 31, 32 year olds. Did they say why? Uh, they, yeah. In the study, they asked all these men why that is. Um, I think they should have asked a lot of women too, because, and they didn't because, you know, a lot of these men, I'm sure this study wasn't just single men. It was mm -hmm. men in that age range. So I'm sure a lot of them have girlfriends and some of them may even be married. And if they're not having as much sex with their women, 
and their women aren't okay with that, then I would think that either a discussion or a fight or an argument or something has, you know, ensued about it. And, and the men had to have given them reasons, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. I'm so interested. I'm surprised they didn't record or didn't ask any women. Well, I mean, before we get into some of the reasons why you're right in that age demographic, you know, you're definitely not Generation Z, but you're a you're a millennial. I know your taste, you tend to like maybe a little bit older guys, but yeah, I rarely date anyone younger ever. Like I think I've had I think I've had two guys that I've been interested in that are younger. Um, one of them was, boy, talk about douchebag. <laughs> um, should have seen that from a mile away. But I was like, oh, he's really good with his mouth. Like, best I've ever had. So it, it's fine. So, yeah, um, you tend to look past all the other things when they're good with their mouth. Um, but, yeah, so most – I never really date guys my age. Um, I think I've had one in the past, like, what, six years or something? But normally I go for at least 30 and over for the past five years. Okay, so at least with that age demographic, have you noticed, like, the guys wanting sex less than maybe you noticed, you know, several years ago? Or does it seem to be the same Not on a level? The um, everyone wants to fuck me all the time. So <laughs> I, because you're I'm so modest. <laughs> that was <laughs> tight, though. Um... <laughs> God, I'm so jealous. I want to know what that's like. I mean, and it's not because I'm an undesirable guy. It's because no men have that unless you're like a gazillionaire or you're super rich famous or super or famous. Yeah. So I actually heard a really awesome quote that girls fuck who they want where guys fuck who they can. That's 100% true. You know, like, I wish I, I am so jealous. I wish I knew what it was like that on any given day, you could find someone to fuck you. You know, it's not the greatest because once you figure you that phrase out, you get called a slut a lot. I, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll, I'll wear it with a badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So one of the key reasons they say the reason why millennials are having so much less sex is because, you know, at least for me, I'm a, you know, I, I get like deep into like evolutionary psychology and why men and women do what they do and why they do what they do. And, and, you know, I truly believe it's because how you're wired, you know, you still have a lot of your heredity and instinct is what drives you to do things what you do and sexuality is one of those now you know what separates us from other species is we have sex for enjoyment where you know almost every other species do it for procreation and and we still do it for procreation Don't dolphins enjoy sex too who i'm pretty sure dolphins enjoy sex too that's what they say and there's been some women who said like dolphins like sexually assault them in in some way like um not in a violent way but you know how like there's all kinds of places where you can go swimming with dolphins and stuff and there's been women who like when they try to rot when the dolphins are swimming around them and stuff like that like dolphins can get hard-ons with their erections just like it you know any other mammals and they would like bump and grind up on women like they're fucking horny you know 
like a man on a dance floor. That's hysterical. You've never heard that about dolphins? I I mean, I heard them like trying to get a little sexual, like, but I never heard them like basically doing it in the in the ocean with some female. Uh, I don't know if any have actually like had they got to the point where they actually had sex with a dolphin. It's just women have reported that these dolphins are bumping and grinding against them with their penises and and it was noticeable that it was their penis. You know, I assume a dolphin penis is probably really big. I've never seen one, but um, so many people are going to be googling dolphin penises after they listen to this. Yeah, just don't do it on your work computer. Oh my god. <laughs> Boy, this show took a weird turn. <laughs> so anyway, what I was getting at was so yeah, human beings, you do have sex for, for pleasure, but your heredity is also, and your instinct is also driving you to do it, to procreate, to continue the human race and, and that sort of thing. But scientists who did this study found that a lot of these men stated that to them, sex was just another form of entertainment. You know, there was, there was all kinds of ways that we entertain ourselves and sex is one of them. And so not necessarily just for pleasure and not to procreate, but actually something to entertain them. And if that's true, if they really believe that sex is entertainment to them, millennials, they said, out of all the generations that are active out there, you know, there's baby boomers, there's Gen Xers, and then there's millennials. Of all the generations that are out there, there's more forms of entertainment available to millennials than other generations mostly video games probably oh my god that's it it's fucking video games yes 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 I they said that's one of the number one that. not just video games but social media there's all kinds of ways that social media and when they mean social media they don't just mean like checking your facebook posts or you know something like that they mean social media that keeps you engaged on it for a long time like you know oh my god of course right and streaming, so many streaming services and all kinds of different things that are filling that void of entertainment. So there's so many, so many other avenues of entertainment that it's almost pushing sex aside as a form of entertainment to them. Jesus. What do you think of that? I mean, it makes 100% sense. And it also makes sense, not only video games, but think of all the guys that are actually like just totally fine getting having porn so they're not as desperate to get sex because there's so much vivid porn out there now too i mean dolphins fucking dolphins and <laughs> dolphin porn i don't know if dolphin porn is a thing but my god it sounds like it should be <laughs> but like you know what i mean like before you had to like go into a store like a naughty store just to view porn now yeah. it's just a click of a button away porn blank.com yeah and you know th this is a topic that you know I, I always wanted for us to do an episode on later on and we can but it kind of falls in line with there are some people who are choosing not to have sex on purpose and like the most famous person who admits this is john mayer like you people out there should look it up john mayer admits that he just doesn't really sex really doesn't interest him He's not asexual. He says he masturbates and he, 
and he watches he watches a lot of porn he doesn't have a porn addiction that's not replacing in-person sex so he's not asexual he just doesn't feel like you know having to jump through the hoops to get sex with being a famous person he says he's always walking on eggshells he doesn't want to be like other famous people who give women like non-disclosure agreements to fill out before sex and, and all that stuff he's like I don't even want to have to deal with all that stuff. He goes, so I can still get the same sexual gratification through masturbation and from porn. And so that sort of fits into this topic too, because those are people who are purposefully having less sex because they're finding other forms of entertainment to replace that. Yeah, I definitely, that makes sense for sure. And that, that goes into why people are having less sex now. And honestly, our generation with how much stress we've been put under like my dad's generation is the type that says like oh why don't you have a house at 22 and it's like dude you were fucking married at 22 having a house and you could live on one income right <laughs> like already having kids and all that jazz like most people at 22 not even graduated college yet really or just barely and then they go move back in the, with their parents they're not ready to settle down being 22 and settled down is like taboo right now yeah because people are so stressed out with trying to figure out their future and like crippling debt from fucking universities <laughs> like right and that actually leads to another set of reasons why millennials are having less sex they say it's the stress of the times that they live in right now and, and that's probably not even including the pandemic with the coronavirus you know because i'm sure the study was done before then but you know millennials got hit extra hard you know than, than most generations do because millennials were just like getting out of high school um when the first financial crisis hit you know back in 2008 right. So they got out of college and then couldn't find a job anywhere because the job market sucked ass. So they had to go back and, and work or live in their parents' basement and maybe get some shitty job, you know, until things finally got, you know, normalized. And then they finally were able to get a real job. And now they're probably in those real jobs for about maybe eight, 10 years. And now they just got another sucker punch where that now a lot of them are getting laid off because of the pandemic and stuff. So you know, not many generations feel that kind of one-two punch. And so there's so much uncertainty, you know, mostly for, for younger people because they get stressed out a little bit more. You know, they don't have um, lifetime experience to fall back on when things get hard. So they get a little bit extra, uh, you know, angsty about it all. And, right. you know, you lose your libido in, in that kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, I've been through those droughts too, where like, I'm insanely stressed out and a lot of stuff going on, but I think the best time, honestly, to have some sort of sexual something is when, especially if you have a partner, is if you can find someone that just wants to please you in that moment. So it helps relieve stress, like rather than like having full on sex so that they can get off, like for me, obviously going down on me, like, let's say I'm not particularly in the mood or I'm just stressed out about a whole bunch of other things. That's like the best way to make me relax, you know? Yeah, I, I, I would totally agree. And that sounds like it's a perfect time for us to take a break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 30 seconds. It's 2021. 
There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See AT&T.com slash 5G for you for details. And we're back. Now, here's a here's a shocking statistic. You know, in this study, they said that in the past year, the survey was one in three millennials, or th- this would be the low end of millennials. This would actually be the older end of Generation Z is one in three men age 18 to 24 reported that they had zero sexual activity in the past year. Woof. That's 33%. A third of men are in reporting that they had no sex in the past year. I wonder how many of those are gamers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. And some of these gamers, they, they'll spend hours and hours and hours on end playing games, you know? Why do you think so many girls are so frustrated when they find a gamer boyfriend? It's because that they literally don't see them. Like, they get zero attention. Yeah. Yeah. So what are all the women doing then? They're having sex with older guys. That's what <laughs> the non-gamers. Yeah. Well, you know, older guys aren't going to probably be into gaming as much. There certainly are older guys into gaming, but you know, gaming, if, if you're a little bit younger, gaming can not just be something you do for entertainment. It could be there. It's like a culture, you know, they, it's not like you're a loner in your basement playing it by yourself. Now, you know, you can be on a headset and you're, you're streaming to where you're talking to people all over the country. You're talking to your buddies, you know, who are also playing right. at the same time. So it's a big social thing for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Like, like one guy quoted in the study, he said, there's now many more choices of things to do late in the evening than there once were. So, you know, he doesn't want to have a date that he doesn't know if it's going to pan out to, um, turn into sex or anything, and he'd be out a bunch of money and all that kind of stuff. When he can spend that same time, and he uses his word engrossed in social media or electronic gaming or binge watching. Yeah, I definitely think that, um, especially the binge watching. Oh my god, I yeah. can totally see. Like, do not distract me from a show that I am so like. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Um, this is my nerdy side, I call it, but I'm a complete weeb when what that means is I love anime, right? Yeah. So if I get into an anime series that I'm obsessed with, guess what? During the time that that goddamn show is on, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have our vices. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like the same as being on a game. I just, I'm not talking to other people. I'm just so focused. <laughs> and and by the way, all you guys that are listening to this, don't perk your ears up too much. She didn't say anime porn because that is definitely a big thing. No, I don't watch hentai. Yeah. Hentai <laughs> is the, is, is the name for the anime porn, right? Yep. Which is bizarre to me. Yeah. I haven't really gotten into it yet. And, and it's bizarre to me, not just because it's, you know, a cartoon, which is weird to see cartoon porn to begin with, but hente porn, it's like they're dressed like schoolgirls, 
almost like they're kids, but they're all they're all talking and doing adult things, right? I mean, it's it's strange. Yeah, I definitely I think that's some of it, but honestly, I think with hentai, it goes so many variables. Like sometimes you'll see like anime that you've watched being on hentai and stuff. It's really interesting. Hmm. And in hentai, there's a lot of tentacle sex. I don't know what the connection is with that. What? Tentacle sex. Tent- like octopus? Yes, like ten- tentacles from an octopus. Like whatever's going on in the, in the show, the cartoon or whatever, there'll always be like some element of a supernatural thing going on or an alien thing going on. So if there's like a supernatural spirit or an alien that pops up, they always have tentacles and they always end up having sex with some of the women there. The hell? I don't know, man. Google it. Google tentacle sex right That's after you Google not, dolphin I'm sex. I'm not going to Google it because if I Google it, all of the ads are going to be some fucked up shit on my yeah. phone. Yeah. Go down the, the porn rabbit hole. Yeah. You could Google it right after dolphin porn. <laughs> <laughs> so, interestingly enough, in this study, it said there was no notable sexual decline among gay men. Their sex drive be popping. I'm not gonna lie. One of my best friends and my cousin, like same person, uh, he has told me all the time, like it just doesn't stop. And I'm just like, what? What? Hmm. But I mean, now it makes sense. I mean, they're very. I feel like people who are gay, no matter what, are passionate. No, that's that's totally for sure. And um. And they like to, you know, display or project that passion. You know, some yeah. of them do it through dance. They do it through fashion. They do it through all kinds of different ways. Um, I, I would think, wouldn't you, that your sexuality is also a way to project your passion, right? Oh, 100%. And I know that they also like to be the best at things. Yeah. Which, pop off, honey, you got it. Um. <laughs> So they're going to make sure that their partner knows that they're the best and please them as so. I think you're spot on there, sister. I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now this is an interesting thing is people who had stable income or higher income had less of a decline in their sexual activity. And a lot of them said the reason why was because they had more resources in order to do social things with the opposite sex that would potentially lead to sex. So they can take like a woman out, you know, if we're talking men and women, you could take a woman out on a nice date, nice dinner, and you had the resources to do that. And that in turn could lead to sex at the end of the night, which seems like very, um, that seems like very cliche and like assumptuous, you know what I mean? Like you're making assumptions yeah. that if you have I money hate- and you take somebody out to a good dinner, you're, you're, you have better chances of getting laid. Yeah. And I hate that. Like the thing is, is like guys try to make women feel bad because they spent money on them. Yeah. Like you so, owe me sex. I just yeah, bought you a nice you dinner. You owe me because I bought you something. It's right. like, I can't be bought. My vagina can't be bought, sir. So back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so these guys that are having less sex because they feel like they don't have a lot of money, they're assuming that too. 
they're assuming that I don't have money to take a woman out. So she's not, she's not going to give me sex. So I'm not going to do it. They're assuming that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or are there women who won't give their broke ass any sex? (laughs) I think it's where you've come to a time where women value themselves as well. Like they're starting to see their importance and understanding that they should not be beneath anyone or walk behind anyone that they should be walking hand in hand or even ahead because women are fucking powerful beings and they can't, they shouldn't just be fucking housewives and do whatever their boyfriends or husbands say. They got a fucking brain. They can do things themselves. They can make their own money. They don't need you. And I think that's big because back in the day, women relied on men to provide for everything. And so in turn, they gave them sex where women don't fucking rely on guys anymore. They get their own shit done. Right. Women are definitely stronger in this era than they ever have been before. I mean, that's, that's the truth. And that threatens some men because, you know, there are some men where they get their, their own like perceived masculinity from the fact that a woman needs them, you know? And so if a woman doesn't need them anymore, they feel like they're less of a man and that can lead to less sex. (laughs) And honestly, the men that feel like are threatened by women, especially women in power, those guys, they should feel threatened because they have small little masculinity, which also probably means they have micro penis. So (laughs) they need to get off that small dick energy vibe and actually raise their hands up and be like, you fucking go, bitch. You got this shit. I mean, (laughs) that sounds a little gay. Like literally it sounds like a gay dude says that, but. (laughs) Did you, did you have your finger in the air moving it side to side? I had my whole hand up. Oh, shit. (laughs) The talk to the Um, hand. (laughs) But I think I'm just saying, like, appreciate that woman. The fact that she doesn't need you in her life, but she's putting you there because she wants you to. You better bring some fucking fruit to the table, sir. Bring some goodies. (laughs) Some snacks. Yeah. Snacks are great. Hmm. Women love snacks. (laughs) Right. So you're, you're a woman who knows what she wants and you're a, you're a sexual person as well. Um, I am safe in assuming that you like a, a healthy amount of sex when you're in a relationship, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what would your advice be to all of these guys who believe that they have other forms of entertainment to keep them occupied that it's pushing sex to like the back of the line. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, before anything, get consent, obviously. Well, yeah. Because consent is the sexiest thing you could fucking do. Of course. And honestly, if you're, if a girl's like, I'm not ready to have sex until, um, for a little while. And you're like, okay, that's fine. And don't push her. First off, you've just won the goddamn golden ticket. Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Here's the fucking chocolate factory. Go at it. Secondly, I think you need, when women feel unappreciative or or appreciated or um, not adored, they're going to start closing off themselves. And when they close off, guess what? Their fucking pussy shuts. And when their pussy shuts, oof, girl, you, I mean, boy, I mean, whoever, I guess girl or boy, it takes a lot to get back in. So I think as long as you are having a healthy balance between 
giving your significant other attention and having your fun game times, that's fine. But you have to understand that there has to be a balance. Like if you need to set a fucking timer, if it gets that bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is all about balance. That's, that's for sure. You know, and, and those, you know, that's the advice for guys that are in relationships. For those of you who are not, you know, life is balance as well. And sex is an important part of that balance. I, sex is important, not just because sex is fucking awesome, not just for that reason, but also because sex is important for your well-being and your, your health. You know, if you're having healthy sex, it's important to include that just as important it is eating right and getting exercise. Sex is an important part of your health and your well-being. From I'm talking from oh, a health sure. standpoint, it is. So and um, guys that didn't get it for a fucking year, how? Yeah, that's not healthy. That really Are is not. Are you okay, sir? Are yeah. you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Um, yeah, that's not healthy. And there are some people who go in droughts and they unwillingly are not having sex, you know, where they'd like to. And we'll talk about that, how to get out of a slump. You know, we'll talk about that in a upcoming episode. Um, so we understand everybody goes through droughts and they go through slumps. But if you're in a, in a self-imposed slump, that's not healthy. It is important to make sure that you have as active of a health, uh, a sex life as you can, um, you know, it's, it's, it's more choosy for women on how healthy of a sex life they want than it is for men. Sometimes men have to take what they can get and that's that, but don't let other forms of entertainment replace a healthy sex life. Exactly. Words to live by people. And with that, that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, The Real John Ibrahim. And remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at trulyshay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. Please don't send us dolphin porn. No, we we don't want to see that. (laughs) At all, ever. Or tentacle sex. (laughs) remember you can find believe in the sex playbook on apple Podcasts, spotify and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories and of course always at believe.com and at believe podcast on twitter and speaking of twitter please tweet your questions or topics at me and shay and i promise we will try to read them in a future episode you can find me on twitter at john ibrahim and shay at kilmer shay that's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Adios, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.